Oh, baby. Let's go. Welcome to the Pure Joy Project. Um, my name is Paul Lanigan. Braden Best. And this is episode three of 2020, the year of seeing straight. This is it. You never have to hear from me ever again. I, that's probably big cap. That's probably not true. I, I, I love you, so I'll probably have you on again. Yikes, all right. Um, but this is... Um, Brayden and I are already have raised heart rates and loud voices because of this topic. Just thinking about what, what the Spirit's about to do through us and what we're about to dive into. Um, so I am fired up. Um, and so to calm my heart and to allow the Spirit to do its work, His work, um, I'm going to pray. And then we're going to talk about um, the mission, the calling, why you're here, why we're here, um, what it all is, basically. Counting the cost, all the above. Uh, so, Father, thank you for the Pure Joy Project. Thank you for every single listener, um, whether it's Spotify or iTunes or um, or Twitter media player or um, SoundCloud or whatever it is, Lord, that, that people are listening to us talk about you, Lord. I pray that they only hear you in it, mm -hmm. yes, uh, Lord, that, that our words are your words through us, um, that we are submitted. Uh, Holy Spirit, please just do your work. Work on every yeah. heart listening. Um, guide us, lead us, Lord. If we say anything that does not align with your word, Lord, let it fall on deaf ears. Um, let it be as if it never happened, Lord, and mm -hmm. refine us to to walk faithfully with you. Uh, Father, I pray that as we talk about um, the mission, uh, the, the great commission, the calling, um, and, and all things involving, you know, what we're to do with, with you, Lord, not to be a waste of your blood, um, that, that, it, that it's taken seriously, Lord, that people are seeing the magnitude of our calling here and, and that they were called out of the world to be different, as it says in John 15. Uh, Lord, we just love you so much and thank you. And I ask that you take this episode over, Lord, because mm -hmm. uh, you are so good and so faithful and we love you so much. So help us to live like it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Come on, baby. Let's go. Oh, the the calling. You want to start with uh, Matthew twenty eight eighteen through twenty. Um, I, I think feeling? we we might want to back it up a little earlier than that first. Go ahead. Um, so, so I actually want to start in Second uh, Timothy one, uh, and this will be a familiar passage mm. to most, uh, I think. Uh, and it says in verse seven, "For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, mm. but of power, and of love." And of a sound mind. Mm. And so, you know, the mission that we've been given, the calling that we've been given is scary. Mm. Right? And so I want to get this out of the way. You know, we mentioned this at the end of the last two episodes. I want to start with it up front. This is going to be hard. Oh, this Man, is not easy. It is the spirit backpacking you through the journey. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. It this is, is not you. That, that is what, what I think people fail to count is that is that it is so not us. That yeah. it is that it is our new life granted through Christ being led by the Spirit. So it's as little Paul and Braden's flesh or or Mia and and Bennett's flesh or whoever you throw your name in there. It is as little your flesh as it can be. Yeah. It, that is the that is the way we will steward it best. Yeah, we talked episode so. episode one of twenty twenty year of seeing straight about it is our job to die, mm. and that is the only way this mission gets done. You know, another verse that really jumps out to me is Matthew sixteen twenty four. Mm. Then Jesus said unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Mm. In order to get the mission done. We have to get out of God's way 
and submit to his word. Come on. If we're going to follow Jesus, it's going to cost us our life. Let's go. And that's what this mission is. So yeah, now that, now that we've gotten our disclaimers out of the way of A, you can't do it. So you have to die Let's and go. let God do it through you. B, this is going to be really hard. Mm. You are going to have to deny mm. yourself, deny your flesh, and follow Jesus. And C, don't be afraid. Come on. This is going to get scary. Yeah. It is. The, the thing is, is that, um, I mean, Joshua 1.9 pops into my head, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this, is, this is my command. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Yeah. So you are not alone in, in doing your calling. You are, you are walking with the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is in you to carry you through doing his will. Yeah. And so, um, yes, it is challenging and your flesh will hate it and, and other people's flesh will definitely hate it. Yep. Um, but you will never be more fulfilled than doing his work and allowing him to do it through you. If you read Acts, the apostles are constantly saying what 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 the Lord did through Paul or through Mark mm-hmm. or through um, Simon or through whoever you want to say um, that, that they are being carried by the Spirit, right? So um, we're going to talk about, so Jesus was sent here to to be the example for all of us in, in what we do and to save all of us mm-hmm. individually. And he gave one final command when he left. So many of you know the Great Commission, right? His great, like, what are we to do now? The apostles ask. Jesus says, this is it. Like, this is what we do now. Um, and so he, in, in Matthew 28, 18 through 20, he says, it says, Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. That is everything, all authority. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always, even until the end of the age. So Jesus says um, to go, right? It starts with go and to make disciples by allowing God's word to work on their heart and change their heart. So we are going, we are making disciples everywhere. We are going to all nations, it says. And then we are baptizing them in the name of the Holy Trinity. And then we are teaching them to observe the commandments that we've been given. Mm -hmm. So we're not leaving them in the dark after they receive salvation. We are teaching them to walk faithfully. So now we are called to go and and baptize and teach um, and lead. Uh, but then we see at the end that Jesus is with us the whole time and his spirit, the Holy Spirit being a Jesus in our lives, our yep. guide, um, the way Jesus was for the disciples, even until the end of the age. So as long as this world exists, Jesus is with you doing this calling. That is a huge challenge. Yeah. But again, it says in verse nine or uh, verse 18 in King James, it says all power is given unto me in mm. heaven and in earth. Let's go. Your says authority. It means the same thing there. If you will submit to the call, mm. we're going to talk about the call here in a little bit in a minute. If you will submit to it, there is nothing that can stop you because all power is given in heaven and earth. Now, mm. will everyone get saved? No, because God gave us a free will. Yeah. But will you be profitable for the kingdom? Mm. Will you not be a waste of God's blood? Come on. Yes. 
by following and obeying the great commission. Hmm. And this is not the, 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 our generation of Christians, young Christians in the world today have failed on a catastrophic scale (laughs) concerning obeying the great commission. Hmm. You know how many times I was shared the gospel with by people who didn't know me in college? Zero times. Hmm. Not once did a stranger come up to me and share share the gospel. In college. Yeah. Praise God you had you had the heart to do it to others. I, Praise God. Yes, but did I do it enough? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Right? Yeah. You know what you know what I did find? Huh. There were some old people who came onto our campus and yelled about how much God hates us. That's the beginning of the of the story, <laughs> right? Is that we were divided by? Right, right. But God never hated us. Yeah, we were yeah. separated. God hates our sin. God never hates us. There yeah. were people on campus who who were telling me to vote. It's true. There were people on campus who who were advocating for other social causes. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So and so, good. so if we can evangelize mm. about God's hate. And we can evangelize about our political activism. Mm. And we can evangelize about using less straws because animals are something. But we can't talk to people who are dying and going to spend an eternity in hell about the God of heaven who came to earth and died for them mm. because we fear what man thinks about us. To our shame. Yeah. We fear man. To our shame. We fear man. Wild. Man, um, so that's where that's where the faithful <laughs> and just the believers are separated, right? That yeah. that that there are people that believe. I mean, Jesus is a fact. Jesus happened. There's no question whether Jesus walked the earth. It's whether or not he was our savior that people question. Yep. So some people believe, yes, Jesus died for my sins. Yes, he was raised from the dead to show that death no longer has a grip on those that follow him. But are we going to listen to him wholly? Or are we just gonna just gonna maybe maybe consider the benefit of him and then leave it, you know, to 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 collect moths and dust? It's the difference between lukewarm and hot. Mm. It's that are we gonna take his word, his commandments seriously? Yeah. Right. So um, we could talk about. Uh, I have Acts one eight, mm. which says, "But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you." And we receive the Holy Spirit when we receive salvation. When we are saved, the Holy Spirit comes into us. And then we learn to obey it and walk in its conviction. But when we receive true salvation and heart change, the Holy Spirit is in us. So it tells us that, that you will receive the Holy Spirit and it will come upon you. And when and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Yeah. Right. And so so it is saying that that everywhere you go, you will be my witnesses. Everywhere that has people that can be saved, that has souls, you will be my witnesses. Yep. And so we are told that when we receive the Holy Spirit, uh, which it's talked about in, you know, we, I mentioned Joshua 1, nine, that like, or no, we mentioned, uh, what is it? First Timothy, um, the spirit Second of Timothy fear, second Timothy one, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that God has not given us a spirit of fear or yeah. timidity, but of power, love and self-discipline. Um, and so this spirit that we get when we receive salvation that was talked about for 55 minutes in episode one um, is this this spirit that we receive equips us to go forth and tell others. Yeah. 
And so we've now been challenged twice um, by our creator to go forth and tell people about him. Yeah. So there's also a big misconception with this, right? People think that I get saved at this point in time. So you got saved when you were 11 at church camp. Mm. You got saved when you were 11 and now you have to wait for an indeterminate amount of time until you get called. Mm. And then when you get called, you can obey. Mm. Right? Yeah. After you get called at some point, you'll be equipped Mm. and then you'll obey is what most people think about this. Mm. And this is absolutely wrong. We see in Acts 1.8 that we get power, we are equipped to do the mission when we get the Holy Ghost. Mm. There is nothing stopping you from sharing the gospel after you get saved. You have everything you need. You have the call. The Great Commission is to every single believer. Acts Mm. 1.8 is written for every single believer. You have the Holy Ghost. And if you're saved, then you have the gospel because somebody shared it with you. Mm. You have all three things that are necessary Come on. for people to get saved. But we're silent and we don't do it and we, we disobey even, God. We don't even give God's word the, the opportunity. We don't even allow the word to do the work because yeah. it's not even shared so often. And so we have to to put aside what the world that we are called to be different than, which we'll talk about in verses later, that we are we are allowing what the world thinks to put us in a box where we cannot share. And so it's just it is just wasting, you know, Christ's blood. And that's another thing too that if we do talk about the Bible, if we do talk about what Jesus did in general, Right, of course, there's some power evangelists who are listening to this probably. But in Mm. general, we make it really soft. Mm. I remember two years ago, we had this big event at FCA uh, at UCM. And there was this great speaker and we had a band and some people shared those testimonies. And it was a really good time. And when the speaker gave the gospel presentation, the word sin came out of his mouth zero times. He never mentioned sin right yeah he never mentioned Jesus dying Mm. he only talked about Jesus coming into our heart and saving us he didn't say from what we've been saved Mm. and he didn't say what it cost Jesus to save us everything that's not the gospel truly that's not there's four parts right we were first loved and then we were divided, and then there was, and then there was a, a. There's so many different words for it that are so good. Then there was the the ultimate. Um, what's a great word for it? That, that what would we call Jesus? As in like the intercessor. Intercessor, um, the the great like price paid. Um, there's like a the sacrifice. The sac- yeah. yeah, we could call it the sacrifice. We could. There's like. Um, Atonement. Yeah. Right. So yeah. there was there was first love. Then we and our uh, then our flesh divided us. Mm-hmm. Our sinful nature divided us. And then there was the atonement through the perfect, fully human, fully or fully human, fully God, Jesus Christ. The atonement for all of our sins individually. Yeah. His blood was spilt for all of us. 
right? And now what are we going to do about it? There's yeah. four parts of the gospel. Yep. That and that all need to be acknowledged. That we simply fall short. Romans three twenty three. We simply fall short. So we can never do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so we are now, um, we are now called to bow, to to our our atonement, um, and acknowledge Him as Lord. And that he was that he conquered the, that he conquered the grave. So yeah. then we can be yeah safe. And if you don't know what the gospel is, go back and listen to episode one. We'll yeah. tell you the whole story there multiple times. Yep. So. Here we are. We find ourselves 2020. Hmm. We're going to see straight. Yeah. We're Christians. We're mostly young adults. Hmm. And we're thinking, what do I do now? Hmm. Some of us feel like we have the call to missions. Some of us feel like we have the call to Bible study. Some of us feel like we don't know what call we have. Some of us think we're not evangelists. And that's the next thing I want to get into hmm. is that Acts 1 8 says the Holy Ghost brings the power. Mm. It's not us. It is very little If you're us. not an evangelist, you're very much qualified to share the gospel. Mm. Come on. It, your Enneagram number does not define your ministry, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. like, your your personality type it by no means puts a limit on your ability to reach others. It may, it may, your personality may give you power in a different area. To I mean, John nine, the man was blind to glorify the Lord in a different way. Yeah. Your God-given personality may equip you to glorify Him in a different way, but it does not keep you from sharing. Right. So everybody is equipped to share, often in different ways. Braden and I probably very similarly. Um, that that just through conversation. Um, that it can be shared, but like you may not be, um, like you may not feel equipped, but you are equipped to share. Uh, and so that, that looks like you stepping out of your comfort zone, uh, because we were not given a spirit of fear, timidity. Mm-hmm. We were given a spirit of power, love, and self-discipline that you are stepping out of your, your comfort zone in order to share because you have been called to by your creator specifically to do so. Yeah. And, mm. and again, we've said it before, we'll say it again. It is not in your power that any of this happens. Mm. All of this has to be powered by prayer. Come on. And uh, we don't do that either, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so you know, it, this uh, illustration was preached to me that, uh, you know, for one, we don't even pray for open doors to share the gospel. Mm. But if we did, we still wouldn't talk about it. Because we would think, oh, it hasn't come up in conversation, therefore God must want me to not share the gospel, mm. right? So a little bit into my life, I, I got engaged a couple months ago, and I'm going to get married in a couple months. And, Praise God. Uh, you know, I talk about my fiance because she's awesome. Yeah. She's so cool. Yeah. I'm so excited to marry her. Mm. And I love her. So I'm going to talk about her mm. every once in a while. Yeah. But we can't summon up the courage to talk about the God who died for us. <laughs> <laughs> right? So it, three points of prayer. This is a practical step that you can do every single day. And if you do it every single day faithfully, you will see your life start to change and you will become more of an evangelist. Mm. First, pray for open doors. Pray that Satan would not get in the way of you sharing the gospel. Pray that other people would not get in the way of you sharing the gospel. Mm. Pray that hearts would be soft is the second thing. So first, pray for open doors. Second, Pray that hearts would be soft so that the people with which you share the gospel would be convicted, mm. right? That, you know, the, the, the parable of the sower and the seed, that those seeds of the gospel would fall onto soft, fertile soil. Come on. And the third thing you have to pray 
is that God would open your mouth. Mm. Because in your flesh, you're never going to mention Jesus once. And if you do mention him, it'll be because you're cussing. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Man, um, I, Holy Spirit, just put First Peter um, 2, uh, 4 through 5, or 4 and 5 on my heart. Um, that that the idea of the calling, right? So it says, as you come to him, right? Uh, a living stone rejected by men in the sight of God, chosen and precious. So as you come to Jesus and allow the Holy Spirit in, acknowledge Jesus as Lord, right? And, and he was rejected, right? As you come to him, you yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house. Mm, this yeah. is to us, yeah. right? This is to be a holy priesthood, the holy sharers of God's word. We are only holy because of Jesus and his bloodshed makes us holy in the Lord's sight. We are not holy in our flesh at all. So we have to be walking in the spirit to be doing this, right? So uh, to be holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ, which, as it says in Romans 12, is our body as a sacrifice to him. Yeah. Um, and so we are only becoming that um, as we're walking in the spirit, this entire, the only truth on this planet was completely inspired by the Holy spirit, which is God. Um, and so we have to be walking in the spirit to steward this word. Well, yeah. And so that's where that prayer comes into play yeah. that we are asking the Holy spirit to open our mouths, open doors, soften hearts, because it's so not us. It is, it is submission. Yeah. I think being submitted is one of the best compliments to a believer you can give dude. Yeah. Cause he's just, you're just giving yourself up as that sacrifice. And, and two, to that point of being submitted, mm. we have to be submitted to the word of God. Come on. And uh, the the Bible is really offensive in today's cultural yeah. zeitgeist. Mm. Right? Yeah. In terms of what we believe culturally, it is not easy. Come on. Because it is offensive. Yeah. Which, you know, spoiler alert, <laughs> Jesus promised it would be. Yes. Absolutely. Right? We're being... Um, we're being not accepted because we are not accepting enough. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Apparently. Well, yeah. If sin is sin, then that means that everyone can't just do whatever they want to do. Yeah. Which in our culture is unacceptable. Yeah. We live in the you do you culture. We live in the your truth, live your truth, speak your truth kind of culture. And which there there's is no such thing. <laughs> Jesus is the way, the, the truth. truth. Mm. And the life. Come on. There is no way John to the Father Let's go. except for by Him. Let's go. And so one of two things is true given that. Mm. If you do not share the truth of Jesus Christ with your friends, coworkers, classmate, family, then one of two things is true. Either you were their last chance and now they're going to spend an eternity in hell. Or what we talked about last episode, God's going to use somebody else. And instead of a being a living, sword. instead of being a living stone, you're a paperweight. Mm. Yeah. And this is the decision we have to make. Mm. Am I going to be a useful tool or not? Mm. Am I going to be a waste of Christ's blood mm. or not? God is going to use the sharpest sword for the, for the job. So if you are not deemed sharp enough, because you are nerf and you are soft with the word, 
and you are soft in, in surrounding yourself with believers. You are soft in pursuing him and his infinite character through your personal intimacy with him. He is not going to use you and you will be unfulfilled. And that's a choice, man. Yeah. You can just choose. Mm. You can just decide to submit to God and submit to God's word and he'll use you and it'll be hard and it'll be awesome and people will get saved, but other people will hate you and that's okay because the Lord will be pleased with your service. Yeah. Or you can be a paperweight and sit there and be useless for the mission. Man. But you could have some really nice shoes and some friends who like you. Right? Yeah. And, oh, man, people don't understand that everything is an opportunity. Everything is, shoes are an opportunity to share the gospel. Yeah. Me live streaming Call of Duty is an opportunity to share the gospel. Me, like, like every single thing that you do, every every platform you're given is an opportunity to share the gospel. And so are we neglecting it because we don't want people to like, if you really think about this, if we break it down from the idea that your creator, right, you spend 90 years, if you lived a long life here, right, and you spend an, an, an unthinkable amount of time there, wouldn't it make sense to, to honor the things that last forever and forget about the things that will fade away as Jesus says in the word. Yeah. Right. So I feel like it makes a lot more sense for me to steward eternity well here rather than steward what I have here well and throw away eternity. Yeah. And so I, uh, it's just like, it's foolish if you really think about it, like you are wasting your life. If you are not putting putting God's word at the center of it and and your love for him out for the masses, frankly. You're wasting your life and you're wasting God's time. God's, you are wasting his time and you are wasting his blood because you are not going forth and living the life that he's called us to, yeah. with his, which is a life of outreach, right? You know, I, I think sometimes we forget the reality of what the end is going to look like, mm. Right. You know, we talked in the last episode about how we have to do this so much the more as we see the day approaching, how we have to provoke one another to love and good works. Mm. I want to talk a little bit about the end. Um, let me see. This is uh, uh, Revelation 21, uh, 20 mm. verses, uh, we'll start in 10. Come on. Uh, and the devil that deceived them them being the world, was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Mm. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and heaven fled away. There was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God Mm. and the books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Come on. And the sea gave up the dead which were in them and and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. Mm. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. 
everyone you have ever met who has not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord is going to stand before God one day on a, who's sitting on a great white throne and they will want to run away, but all of creation will have been melted and destroyed and they will be able to not run away. Mm. And every mm. sin they have ever sinned will hold account against them and they will be cast into fire and torment for eternity unless you tell them how much Jesus loves them mm. and that Jesus died for them. Come on. What more could you want? There's only two things that really last forever. The mm. word of God and the souls of men. If you are wise, you will invest the one into the other. Yeah. This is it. This is why we're still here. Yeah. This is the reason why God has not taken us back to heaven is because there are lost and dying people that you come into contact with every single day and they don't know that the God of heaven died for them. Mm. They don't get it. They don't know. Man. They're lost. They're dead. They're blind because the God of this world has blinded them. And you have a chance Man. to be the light in the darkness. Man, and not not only does are you you're like we've said it over and over again that you're not facing this alone. Because last episode you're facing it alongside community, but more importantly, you're facing it with the spirit. Mm -hmm. Right? Jesus with you, the spirit with you. So um Luke six, twenty two and twenty three says, blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude you and revile you and spurn your name as evil on account of the Son of Man, because you love Jesus is yeah. what that means. Yeah. Rejoice in that day, leap for joy, for behold, your reward is great in heaven. For so their fathers did to the prophets. So these if you love Jesus and people hate you for it, that is dope. That yeah. means that you love Jesus enough that it is intimidating and that people hate it, right? We go over to another gospel, John 15, 15, 18, 19. Uh, if the world hates you, know that it hated me before it hated you. That's yeah. Jesus saying yeah. that. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, I chose you out of the world. Therefore, the world hates you. We are promised to be hated by the things of the world mm -hmm. because we love Jesus. Right? We are we are told specifically that we are not to be like everyone else. So we are called to be different. We are called to change the culture in our in our high schools, in our colleges, in our fraternities, on our sports teams, in our families. We are called to be different. Yeah. So if you were just sitting with these walls of vulnerability put up and there's no there's no breaking them down there's no boldness if you were just sitting in what was you are not being different and you are not fulfilling the call that Jesus Christ our lord gave you yeah simply so what are you waiting for to change the culture and who cares what anybody who does not love the lord thinks about you yeah and and you know i i feel like at this point there are some who are recognizing the world doesn't really hate me. I've had a pretty good life. Yeah. I have a lot of friends who like me. I have a lot of fun. The I haven't had any spiritual attack. Mm. There, there's two reasons why that would be. Well, only two as best I know. And if there's more, then I'd love to be educated. But as I understand it, either you are of your father the devil and the lust of your father... You will do. You may not be saved. In which case, listen to episode one of the series. Mm. We can figure that bad boy out. The second one is this lukewarm thing. 
that we've been talking about. Mm. You are saved. Jesus is your Lord, but you are not following him. And because of that, even though you're not of the world, the world kind of feels like you are. So it's not going to fight against you. Come on. If you're useless for Jesus, Satan has no reason to try to take you out. Mm. Because all you are is a stumbling block for other believers, right? If you're useless for the kingdom, that may cause other saved people to also mm. become useless for the kingdom. And that means you are literally helping the enemy. You are you are encouraging lukewarmness through your actions. And that is and that is doing nothing but harm. And so we are we are called to welcome these these things. We are called to 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 love our enemies, to be wronged by people and to be slapped, to struck in one cheek and to turn the other cheek to them to strike me again as the character of Jesus as we backstab him. Right. And Jesus even tells us in the next chapter from when he tells us we're to be different. We're to be hated because he was hated. So if we are truly reflecting his character, then we will also be hated, mm, yeah. right? So we are called to do this. And in the next chapter, and if there's no chapters when Jesus was talking, this is just Jesus in another conversation. He says, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. Mm, yeah. In the world, you will have tribulation. This is not Star Wars, right? <laughs> so, so dealing in absolutes means in the Bible, it means truth. If he says you will or you always or anything like that, Jesus, God's word, you know, all of scripture breathed by God for 2 Timothy 3.16, right? He is not lying. He says you will have tribulation, but take heart mm. for I have overcome the world. Yeah. So there is nothing to fear in this tri in this tribulation because of the spirit that we've been given to walk alongside us. And Jesus has already conquered the grave. So why are we to fear death if Jesus has conquered the grave? Yeah. And if we t and if we are to face death, we get to spend eternity with him anyway. So Jesus is encouraging us to say that I am it. I have I have done this. There is peace in me and my spirit that I left for you, right? So go and do my will having peace in me because I have overcome the world. Yeah. And you know, this is that's like that's it. That's the grand sum total mm. of being a Christian is being at peace because Jesus won. Mm. We don't have we we don't have to do anything. He won. All we have to do is live in the victory mm. that Jesus gave us when he said it is finished. Come on. That's it. <laughs> this is that's our entire commandment. The the great commission is just talking about the thing Jesus did. Mm. Right? And yes, we're going to get hit. We're we're going to get we're going to offend people because mm. sin is offensive, because the Bible is offensive. Come on. But that's okay. The apostles in Acts said, nah, I, it's better to, to, to obey the Lord than to trust in men. Mm. David said the same thing in Psalms. Right? This is the Pure Joy Project. This series is titled 2020, The Year of Seeing Straight. Pure mm. joy can only be found in the person of Jesus Christ. And it can only be consistent when you are walking in the Spirit. And the result of that pure joy will never be found as long as your physical feet walk on this physical planet. Mm. You, you're not going to see the results. 
it's only ever going to be hard for the, for the rest of your life Mm. and then you'll die or you'll get raptured and that'll be the end of it. The difference is that it's not, it is, it is a harder life because of what you have to give up, but it is a straight path. Right. So Proverbs three, five through six says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. The Bible, when it deals in an absolute means all in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. So this path that is harder, it is straighter and it is filled with more peace and more joy because they are fruit of the spirit and all the other fruit of the spirit. You are, you are filled with, with more peace and more joy than if you were to try to do this thing without it. So yes, it is harder, but it is the only path to a fulfilling life, to an abundant life, the way God intended it. Yeah. So, so I, I, I want to dive into that mm. because, you know, we, we mentioned sacrifice and we've mentioned giving things up and we've mentioned walking away from things. Last episode, we talked about maybe having to give up friendships mm. that are counterproductive for the gospel. And I want to talk about those sacrifices because we build that up to be a lot. Letting go of our addictions, mm. right? Letting go of what our flesh wants is stopping being f- selfish, starting being humble. It's, it's all so hard. And why do I have to go through this? Mm. Uh, the first thing I want to point out is that you are not suffering. Probably because he suffered because he suffered. <laughs> yeah. Giving up porn is not hard. That is freedom, not suffering. Quitting smoking that's not hard. Hmm. You know what's hard? Carrying a cross up to Calvary. Right? You are giving up. What, what Jesus calls us to do when he says, be a living sacrifice and go do my mission. Hmm. What that is saying is take off the chains Hebrews, Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Wherefore, seeing we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, mm. let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that was set before us, mm. looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our mm. faith, who for the joy that was set before him, despising the shame. Let me actually look at it. I've forgotten the rest of the, the rest of it. That's an impressive reference. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Come on. Jesus says, give up all your addictions, give up Mm. your pride, give up your selfishness, give up your lying and start sharing the gospel because I have given you everything. Mm. You know what we had to pay in order to have a relationship with God? Nothing. Nothing. You know what we got everything. when we have a relationship with God? Everything. Come on. We have the eternal God. And so when he says, go do my mission and it's going to cost your life and be a living sacrifice, you know what we're trading? We are trading a pile of dirt for an eternity of gold. Mm. So, yes, tithing is going to cost you 10%, so you may not be able to buy as many shoes. He gave you 100%. 
He gave you 100%. You know, the prodigal son, the younger brother runs off and then he comes back and then the older brother's mad because he didn't get a party even though he stayed with the father the whole time. Yeah. He was with the father the whole time. That's the gift. He was never, he was in the presence of God his entire life and he was dissatisfied because he didn't get to have a barbecue. Hmm. When every meal was a barbecue. Because he was with Jesus. Yeah. If you're not sharing the gospel, it's probably because you're not finding your satisfaction in Christ alone. Yeah. You're making a God of something else in your life and putting it above Jesus. And that will never satisfy. And, and you will consistently feel empty and lost. And wonder why. There was a point... When Jesus is on the cross, he says, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Yeah. When he bore every single sin we are ever to commit in that moment, the, the fully human side of Jesus bore every sin, every lust, every, every slander, every uh, thievery, every um, sexual immorality, every comparison, every idol, everything. He bore every single thing we were ever going to face. And Jesus faced that moment so you don't have to. Yeah, he, he took judgment. He took our judgment. The ultimate price, the perfect life. A, it, he, he bore all of the pain and the shame and the guilt so that you can have freedom to proclaim his name and do his work. It is a privilege. If we see every soul as an opportunity and every conversation as a privilege and every meal as a privilege and every practice as a privilege and school day and class and, and, and game and, and everything you could imagine, every, every shift, if we see it all as a privilege and an opportunity to share the love of Jesus Christ, you will be filled everywhere you go. You will, you will be doing his work in your life where he has equipped you and you will be you will be fulfilling the ultimate desire of your soul to lift his name and have people remember it and it's it's so much it's so worth it absolutely there's a reason this podcast exists <laughs> there's a reason i drove 75 minutes you know this afternoon to come do it because i love braden because god fearing fellowship is incredible Amen. right and then at the same time proclaiming the name of jesus and helping others do the same is the most fulfilling thing on this earth yeah because it has nothing to do with this earth. Yeah. Because it has nothing to do with this earth. Because we're sitting on a we're sitting on a giant planet of firewood. Mm. And we're firefighters trying to get as many people out as we can mm. before the thing blows. Come on. Right? All of your lost friends are on a on a they're they're riding their razor scooter. As fast as they can down the hill into hell. Mm. And you are the only thing standing in the way. Yeah. It's just you. Mm. A you, lot of your friends, you are the only Christian contact they have. Come on. And all the other, uh, I'm going to pull out my air quotes here, Christians that they come into contact with mm. are either not saved or are Laodicean and lukewarm mm. and have never spoken to them once about Jesus. Mm. You're it. You're who God wants to use to Come save on, people. Man. Like, how exciting is that? Come on. He's called you specifically out of the world to be different. He has given you the keys to the car that is salvation so that you can help others experience it. Get up and go. 
you have you you are if you have been saved if you haven't now's the time listen to you are the holy one. spirit's elect it. Yeah. it is it is time for you to be saved go listen to episode one again if you already did and you have not received jesus as your personal savior right so so go there and and be saved but if you have been saved you now have the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead mm-hmm. and gives us power and self-discipline and equips us to go forth and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them the commandments that he first gave us. So you are equipped. So use it. Mm-hmm. It yeah. would make, it would make no, nobody likes sitting the bench, right? If you are a, if you ever played a sport in your life, or if you've ever been in the background of anything in your life, nobody likes sitting the bench. So if you have been called to go do the mission, to go do the thing you have trained and practiced for, why would you not act on it? Yeah. So this is it. The Spirit, if we allow it, trains us to go do the mission. So do the mission. Yeah. And, and know that, that you specifically have been called by Jesus, saved individually by Jesus to go forth and do his will and call other people towards him. So they or they so he may call them. Yeah. So don't waste it. Don't waste time. Be where your feet are. Be intentional where you're at. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Wherever you are. Mm. Dig right? your well. Dig your well wherever you are. You you are not in a classroom to get educated. Or if you're a teacher you are not in a classroom to educate others. Mm. At least that's not your primary objective. You are not on the football field to get touchdowns. Mm. Or you're at least not on the football team to get touchdowns. Yeah. You are not at work to make money. That At least that's not the main reason you're there. Mm. And while, yes, we need to both educate and be educated, we need to play the game and we need to do our jobs well to make an income... Mm. But the main reason you are at your school is so that your classmates will meet Jesus. Mm. The Come main on. reason Come on. you are in your workplace is so that your coworkers will have an eternal life. Let's go. The main reason you are on your team is so that your teammates can mm. know God as their father. Mm. That's but, the that's the only reason we are where we are. That's why God put you there. Come on. You are first a follower and 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 disciple of Jesus before you are in anything of anything. You are a yeah. follower of Jesus before you are a student at Rockwood Summit High School. You are a follower of Jesus before you are a deliverer of pizzas at Papa John's. Amen. You are a follower of Jesus before you are anything. Yeah. So we have to act like that is our first calling. You yeah. may fulfill purposes with the talents he's given you beyond doing so. But the gospel is speaking in your actions if you're doing them well anyway. So you need to be with with word you need to be saying it and with action you need to be living it mm-hmm. and it will and the spirit will do its work and speak for itself but first you need to act as if you are a follower of Jesus before you try to be in anything of anything yeah yeah and you know there may be those who are saying oh i am following Jesus i like to live my life based on the motto of preach the gospel always use words when you have to and that is biblically incorrect mm. that is 
wicked disobedience is what that is. Come on. Right? Yes. Preach the gospel always. With both word and action always. Mm. His name should always be on our lips. And man, I'm convicted that at the grocery store, I didn't tell my cashier about Jesus. Mm. And there's some people who are listening who are like, well, that's crazy. No, that's obedience. No, that's fulfilling your calling. If everyone I ever meet hears the name Jesus from my lips, then I've done well my job. Mm. Come on. And if not, then I am an unprofitable servant. Mm. And when they hear the name of Jesus from your lips, it should be in praise. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not in Absolutely. Um, and so, oh, man, I, what it, what it looks like, um, and, and the way people, um, so the tongue in, in general, the tongue is talked about biblically a lot. It is the lead in the horse's mouth, mm-hmm. right? It is the rudder to a cruise ship. It is, it talks about a large boat controlled by a single, like two foot plank in the water. Right, this the tongue is what is what is what everything follows after. You can have wonderful actions and a and a and a defiled tongue, and you will be defiled, simply. So your tongue holds power. Mm-hmm. So if you have a a mouth that works, <laughs> a healthy a healthy tongue that may speak, allow the Lord to reform your mind and your heart and use it for His glory, mm-hmm. because that will speak so much louder, literally and figuratively, <laughs> yeah. more than anything else. Yeah. You know, uh, there's this passage in Matthew 25, and this passage has uh, brought me to tears. Mm. And, um, I'm, I'm just going to read it. Yeah. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and he delivered unto them his goods. Mm. And unto one, he gave five talents to another two, to another one, every man, according to his several ability and straightway he took his journey. Then he that had received five talents went and traded with the same and made them another five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained another two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and he reckoneth with them. And so he that had received five talents and came and and brought the other five talents, saying, Lord, thou thou deliverest to me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five more. Mm. And his Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Mm. And he also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest to me two talents. Behold, I have gained another two talents beside them. Mm. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Then he which had received one talent came and said, Lord, I, I knew I knew thee that, that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid, and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant. Mm. 
Thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not, and gathered where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put thy money into the exchangers, and then in my coming I should have received mine own with, with usury. You know, he's saying, you should have at least put it in the bank so I can get interest, so I can get interest on it. <laughs> Take therefore the talent from him, and give it unto him who has ten. For unto every one that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. From, from, but from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he has. Mm. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And so we see here, the Lord gives to his servants some stuff. And then he leaves and says, do the mission. Go, take what I've given you and get more with it. Take the word that I've given you and get me souls with it. And so there were two of his servants who said, yes, Lord. And you'll notice that he gave them a different amount. And that's because the one who got five was a better steward, mm. right? He was probably a better accountant than the one who had two, a better financial advisor. Mm. This is the guy who you see and you're like, yeah, that dude's built to be an evangelist. Yeah. Right. And he goes out and he's faithful with what God gives him. And he's and and the Lord says, "Well done, mm. good and faithful servant." That's what it's all about. You've served me well. I only gave you a little bit, but you served me well with it. Mm. And then the other guy who had two, and this is the guy who's kind of meek. He's quiet. He doesn't like to speak in front of large groups, but he still goes to his friends that he hangs out with and plays video games with, and he he invites him to a Bible study, and then he shares the gospel with them, and they get saved. And Jesus says, well done, good and faithful servant. You took everything I gave you, you invested it, and you got fruit and profit from it. Mm. Good job. And then there's the guy who gets saved and does nothing. Mm. And Jesus says, you are wicked and you are lazy. <laughs> you, you should be cast into outer darkness. You continued living as though you were lost, even though I saved you. Hmm. That is wicked, and that is slothful, and that is how most of us live hmm. every single day of our lives. Come on. And that is a waste of the precious blood that was shed for you on a cross at Calvary. Hmm. And that is not Man. what living life is. That is not having pure joy. That is not mm. seeing straight. You can't see if you're in darkness. Come on. And likewise, your lost friends cannot see if you have not shown them the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what being a light in the dark is. And that is how in 2020 we will see straight. Come on. That's it. That's the calling. Man. He doesn't count tickets. He weighs faithfulness. And so you may not be seeing as much direct fruit as the guy next to you. You may be more meek or or um, less pretty or whatever it may be. And you may not be seeing all this fruit. And you may be, you may be tempted to think you're doing a worse job. But he does not count tickets. He wants your whole heart yeah. and all of your faith yeah. now, today, forever. 
go forth and use everything he's given you, every talent, which is money, is what it, is what this is. But put every talent on the line in order to use it well for what he made you to do. Yeah. So let's go. That's it. See straight. Let's go. I mean, you if you desire to unlock this pure joy through Jesus Christ, um, do it and then act like it. Yeah. Right. And if you and if you desire to see straight in 2020 and and unlock this this abundant life that Jesus offers. Do it and act like it. Yeah. This is the reason we're alive. This, this is, is why we're literally our this. calling. There's nothing outside of it that, that we are called to do. Yeah. So let's pray for him. Yeah. And and 2020, the year of seeing straight. Um Three podcast episodes, if they're just known as podcast episodes, are not going to do anything. No. But three episodes that the Holy Spirit works through, um, that we've been gifted wisdom and people smarter than us and wiser than us to pour into us so that we can present this and make it practical for 2020 to be that year. That that is something. Yeah. So Three podcast episodes is worth nothing. One person submitted to the Lord with the calling on their life is worth everything. Come on. Yeah. Here we go. Sick. All right, Brady, let's go. Father, thank you for your word and the mission that you've given us. God, I pray that we would be faithful to answer the call. All Every Christian is called to share the gospel. And so, Lord, I pray that we would be doing that with our friends, our, our coworkers, our family, mm-hmm. and our classmates, God. Lord, you're good. Um, and you're worth being right with. Um, So, God, if there's anyone listening who doesn't know you as their Lord and Savior, God, I pray that they would submit and they would allow you to cover their sin with your precious blood that was shed for us. God, I I pray that you would use me so that when I see you face to face, you would see, well done, my good and faithful servant, Mm. not that wicked and slothful servant. Um, Lord, please use me. God, please save my friends. Um, Lord, you're good. I pray that you would convict souls. Hmm. Um, God, let us see straight this year. And let us not be a waste of, of your sacrifice. I love you and I thank you. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Mm-hmm. Oh, Y'all are so loved. Yeah, God and bless. Let that be, let that, let that run the remainder of your life is the love that that is had for you, um, don't waste it.